0: The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff. Good morning. We are
1: live. This is Consignment Heroes, and our phone lines are open to you. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of something, and you're curious it has a special value, maybe it's an old tea set. Maybe it's an old toy from the 1920s. Maybe it's a hockey card collection or a sports autograph or jersey. Maybe you think it's obscure. Who knows? It might be worth a fortune. In studio, we have a guy who has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying the value that most people overlook. His name is Paul Kenny, and you know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. You can see all these shows on Netflix now. And of course, catch us live here on Zuma Radio every Sunday from 11 to noon. Paul Kenny, how are you? I'm doing good. Let me give the numbers before we get excited okay. here. Our number, if you if you are at home and you go, oh, you know what, I do have grandma's old locket set, whatever it is, maybe I'll call in and find out what it's worth, if it's worth anything. Maybe it's an old pottery collection. Who knows? Maybe it's an old gas or oil sign that's been lying in your garage or basement. Who knows what it could be? Anything you own, an heirloom, whatever, if you think it has special value. Maybe it's a weird figurine that they say has been passed through the generations, and you can't even make sense of it. Well, we can sometimes even find the markings through the radio and give you a better idea of what it is and what it might be worth. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. All right, man, we're ready. What kind of week was it for you?
2: It's a great week, but people
1: know they can see us as well, right? Oh, I always forget I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fastest way to find us, if you wanted to watch live, would be to just go to YouTube, yeah. and then just type in Zoomer Radio, and you can click there. And you should subscribe, because I've noticed that we're doing more and more like vignette videos and stuff like yeah. that, so I feel like we're going to increase our presence on YouTube. You can also go through ZumaRadio.com and stuff like that, but the fastest way is just YouTube, become a subscriber. Yeah.
2: And you get to, normally I'll bring in props and stuff, and the one day that you don't have don't a whole bring a mess prop. of stuff, yeah. No, I have my I have my Zoomer mug, so yeah, the right it's collectible, yeah, I, sure, yes, yes, yeah. No, no, what a week! This week was um, a week where we two houses that we took from absolutely nothing to now they got sold. Like when we took, when we looked at it, there was a house house full of beautiful stuff, mm-hmm. or. Not so beautiful stuff, depending on how you look at it. But now the houses were sold, so the clients are very happy. And we took it right from beginning to end. We got them the real estate agent, got them a deal on that. We took all the stuff. It's all gone. And they're on to whatever else they're going to do, you know, the rest of their lives. Which, I mean, there's a certain satisfaction to that. Yeah. Getting it all done. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially, I think, most of the satisfaction on the client's part. But even on ours, we have a bit.
1: Well, a lot of people, unfortunately, they inherit. 3,000 oh. square foot messes, and they don't know what to do. I mean, I was telling you a story a couple of months ago. I knew a guy that um, I, I think he, unfortunately he passed away in Toronto, but his kids lived in America, and um, you a know, house that I think was 25 or 3,000 square feet, and the guy was a collector of whatever. Yeah. But the kids are like, sir, we don't have two weeks to take off and root through his stuff, so unfortunately, it's just, call the got junk guys and clear that oh. house, and I'm told it was 10 trailer loads of stuff all, when all, you know, once you get down to like the appliances and the house was gutted. But who knows
2: what relics might have been found in there, right? Now you're making me feel bad. Now that I missed that out. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I actually That's the other thing. I, I actually enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. I really do. I get up in the morning. What, what's the saying? If you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your yeah, life. Yeah, you're like a residential
1: Indiana Jones, right? You're not going into caves. You're going into no. houses and storage facilities.
2: No, I go in the attics. I go and my best okay, place. Okay, but Indiana
1: Jones, yes, fine. Okay, you're the Indiana
2: Jones. Sure, fine attacked by yeah uh, okay a no. booby-trapped house sure yeah no no okay uh, there's a certain satisfaction we'll leave it like that but it's also the people i get to meet okay now this week okay i got cut got up some business from last week mm. remember the five gallon jug that was dug at um the distillery district no at, oh,
3: yes yes sorry yes. 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 and he yes.
2: opened it well i got some information remember i say i don't know everything but i know people who do and I called up, the gentleman brought the jug in yesterday, took a look at it, okay. and I called up a friend of mine, Robin Newton-Smith, who knows everything about glass. Good name. Yeah, it's a great name. But, and he knows stuff. He just knows stuff. The company was in business. We thought it was 200 years old. The company was in business from 1910 to
4: 1920.
2: Hmm. Aha. Uh-huh. The people who went home and thinking they were getting drunk were drinking soda water. York
1: York Springs only made water products. Let me recap the story as I think I know it. Yeah, This was a contractor who called in. He said 10 or 20 years ago he's working at the distillery district in Toronto. They were excavating to put in new footings for a foundation. I don't know what they were doing. They find a five-gallon jug of what they thought was whiskey. They opened it. Sometimes a foolish move. Assuming it was alcohol, it ended up, it wasn't alcohol. It was soda water? It's either soda water or some kind of water. So no wonder people got sick. Now, it's like he, it's oh, like, right, because they drank and some of them got sick. Right, yeah. So it wasn't whiskey at all. Okay.
2: That's a, like if I come up with a hundred-year-old can of Coke, are you going to drink it? Don't <laughs> I, maybe. Out. I don't know. So because of the allure of being alcohol, they drank it. Right. So So
1: wait, I, so is the jug did it look nice? Did it Oh no
2: no, it's a nice jug. No, no. It's a very large jug, probably used in the industry. Um, And it's it's everything the gentleman gentleman was right on. And I probably would have made the same mistake. If I saw it, I'm digging the distillery district, I think it's whiskey. Okay? It's just when we do the research, and that's what I do, when we dug down and did the research on it, we found what the company was, what they did, when they were in business, and who's going to collect it.
1: And you're saying its purposes were more like industrial. So maybe they used that jug to distill something or that jug to pour into smaller jugs or who knows. But it wasn't for... It wasn't something that was uh, that a consumer alcohol. could have bought. Yeah, okay, I no, what you're saying. It wasn't it alcohol, obviously. It wasn't yeah.
3: alcohol.
2: So, so what's I, it worth? Probably two to three hundred dollars. Okay. Now And I would have made the same mistake because York Springs makes what are called torpedo bottles. or glass bottles that are made short blank, shaped like torpedoes, which we usually associate with the 1820s. That's
1: okay. what I do. I think yeah. most people do. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm just no, okay. Yeah, Sorry. A torpedo bottle. Okay. It
2: looks like a torpedo. But no, <laughs> it's, I'm not saying anything against the client who, who thought it. If I saw it first, I would have said jump to the same kind of conclusion on right. it. But it's what we do when we find out. Okay, now just like that dragnet. Just the facts, ma'am.
1: Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> Unfortunately, our hopes and dreams have been dashed, but it's still a nice jug. So oh, yeah. So where will that end up? You'll sell that online for him consigned Is it? Is he going to sell it to you?
2: I don't know. You I'd don't like know to yet? have it. It's a piece of Toronto history.
1: Yeah, that's true. And
2: uh, somebody, once you have history, and it's like you say, people are calling in about what they have. You know it's it's a story. Mm. It is a story. But we have to get to the phone because I have a story later on about completing some other business.
1: Oh, <laughs> Man, do you know radio? Okay, so you've sunk the hook. We're all going to continue to listen. Yeah, uh, we should point out that uh, we're talking about cleaning out entire uh, like estates, entire properties. That's something. That's one of the services you provide. But you also yeah. have a store where people can go and exchange gold and silver coins or jewelry or consign rare items yep. to you the store is located at 10341 young street in richmond hill that's 10341 young street in richmond hill so just north of major Mackenzie, yep. right on young street the store's phone number not the radio station but the store's phone number is 905-737-GOLD that's 905-737-4653 If you want to talk to Paul right now, we're live, and you can call the radio station. That number is 416-360-0740. Our first caller is Tony in Brampton. Tony, good morning. You're live on Zoomer Radio.
3: Yes, good morning, guys. Uh, I'm calling because I have a menu. It's uh, dated the Skylon Revolving Dining Room, Friday, May 29th, 1981. And it was to, uh, I guess, celebrate the opening of Superman 2 in, in Canada. Okay. The screening. And then I, this menu I have as autographed Christopher Reeve. Christopher and, Reeve. And, wow. Yep. Margot Kidder. Yep. Terrence Stamp. Sarah Douglas. Jack Holoran.
2: Did you get them, or was this something you found later on?
3: No, no, I I got these uh, oh, okay, autographs good. personally. Okay.
2: So you met Christopher
3: Reed. Reed. I met Christopher Reed. I met all these, and I have photographs uh, of my wife with with these people uh, to to back up w- what I'm saying because uh, I took the pictures. I wasn't in them, but my wife was.
1: Pretty cool. Okay. Okay. I mean, you've got a lot going on there. Um, Obviously, there's a Christopher Reeve autograph price. Does it? What, what did you say he actually signed for you? What was the item?
3: It's the actual menu of the dinner that was served at the Skylon Revolving Dining Room in Niagara Falls.
1: Right. Okay. So there might be some added crossover value there. Obviously.
2: Well, I'm just, I'm going to. Get, don't worry, sir. I'm getting back to you. I have a menu signed by uh, Alexander Graham Bell and the guy who did. The Vimy Ridge um, uh, Monument, the, mm. the guy from that. Because it's on the menu from the day they were both in town that day, it ad- I don't have to go s- to all the other provenance that normally you'd have to go to. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying, being <laughs> on the menu is going to make it a, that much better an item. Right. And so now
1: Tony, is th- he can say this was the day, this is the moment. We already know who was with him at the time. Yeah. So all of that is sort of established easily because of the okay. item that he signed and because of the date.
3: I have my wife's uh, photograph with Christopher Reeves, with uh, um, uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah. Oh, you have Hackman as well? Oh,
2: that That's was great.
3: Superman
1: 2 with Lex Luthor? With Lex yeah. Luthor? He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
3: right, Lex Luthor.
1: Yeah, the first Superman was yeah, always the that lowest playing Yeah, you're lane, right. I thought that was number Superman,
3: one. Superman. Yeah. The villain, the, I have the three villains.
1: Wait, do you have Hackman's autograph?
3: I have Hackman's autograph as well.
1: As part of this package or no?
3: It, they're all signed on the back of the auto, of the uh, menu. Wow! On okay. a blank, there's a blank. I uh, love Gene Hackman. Uh, I'd say it's about five by eight uh, once it's folded over, and they've all signed on the back. Okay, you don't it was have a valuable Brando, item. do
2: you? Is Brando on there?
3: I don't think Brando is alive. No, no, Brando's not on there. Rats.
2: Okay. Even though I would, if I had this item, I can't see it going for under $2,000. I just can't. No. I'm sorry, no. How much? Under $2,000. we are $2, saying
1: I... the minimum entry price would be $2,000. Yeah. 2000 Oh, my
2: God,
1: Hackman's yeah. There,
2: of course. Uh, Kidder's there, uh, Reeve, Um, and just the idea that are all in that one spot. It'd be better if it was on a photo, but what you would do with this is
3: turn well, it over I have photos from the movie that can go with it.
2: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. What you might do is spend it. This is one of those times, and I don't often say it, but I would say to get it all framed up professionally, glass on both, glass on both sides. And this yeah. I would spend the money of keeping the collection together, framing it in a nice frame, getting it matted done, and getting it professionally done. Most of the time I tell people before you bring stuff to me, never get it framed. Or you might want to get the price first so we can authenticate it and maybe get it um, slabbed by um, uh, yeah,
1: We're not questioning the authenticity, but yeah. the next buyer who doesn't know the story or can't recognize your wife in the photos. Yeah. But this would be probably a rubber stamp authentication. Yeah. I mean, there's really no reason to think that this is not what he says it is. Yeah. But to have this framed properly, who yeah. knows? Who knows, right? Because you you got a lot of different fan bases to dial into. Yeah. Right? This, like, is,
2: this is a fantastic guy. What a way to start the show. Yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> Tony with the uh, slam dunk item. Wow, that's great. And what? What? how have you stored this stuff over the years? I mean, this is a long it, time.
3: It's been stored in a plastic uh, uh, sleeve that you would put into like a three-ring binder.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, because we're talking about 40 years, this guy has... has
2: yeah,
3: yeah. It, yeah. It's a lot of worries in the night. For a very long time. And they're in ink, right? Not
2: pencil. I'm sorry? They're pa- signed in ink or marker? Ink. Good okay you've got They're everything all signed
3: by ballpoint Inc
2: you've a- you've answered all the questions the right way you've got a really nice item here yeah and this guy's a limit really yeah. I mean because you could easily
1: find two bidders that wants yeah. this package for much much more money yeah this guy's a limit yeah
2: but what you might want to do is see me and then we can get it uh, when when we have a gentleman up here to authenticate autographs get some of the authentication on some of the bigger autographs get it done and that'll just add to you your e- how easy it will be to sell it later if you, you plan you, on selling. It. I
3: don't think you need anybody to auto, uh, to authorize these autographs or, or verify them because I have candid shots in the dining uh, in the uh, uh, di- uh, I think it was the dining room at the hotel,
1: right? Okay. in a, Niagara Falls. A buyer of, uh, in
3: uh, Christopher a... Reeve just sitting at a table uh, with uh, Gene Hackman and uh, th- those kinds of shots that you take when you're wandering around a room.
1: Absolutely. That's why he's saying get it done most efficiently, because while everyone listening to this story goes, okay, well, there's no reason to doubt this guy, a buyer who sees it packaged for sale online buying from Texas... He, he probably wants someone to look at it if he's going to be bidding thousands of dollars. In the year so you just That's what we're saying. Like, it, to use a, it's a bad expression to say rubber stamp. I mean, but it'd yeah. be a quick examination. You'd want it done at lowest cost. And yeah. that's another service you provide. When you yeah. fly in that autograph expert, you can offer this at very, very...
2: I don't fly in. A friend of mine does.
1: Okay. Well, whoever has to pay okay. the guy, what is it, like 20 grand a day, right? And then people have money. access to yeah. him. So, Tony, what happens at a lot of these... Trade shows and stuff now is that uh, you know these these big autograph authentication companies they'll actually send people and sometimes they'll even do this stuff for free but they know that this authentication process it really makes once you have the name of a of a reputable company on there people don't blink about yeah. they they don't have any worries they go oh my god how am I going to tell my wife I bid five grand for this item okay yeah. thank God it has this safety net that whoever yeah. has authenticated it and they're a reputable person so we're not we're not saying. I totally agree with you in saying that you don't need to have it done, but if you're the guy who wants to get that top dollar, you should listen to Paul and go through that, or you're going to end up selling it to somebody like Paul. He's going to put in that work, and he's going to get that uh, level of the the cream and cherries on top on the sale price, right?
3: Yeah, but I've uh, had some experience with uh, putting these things out there, Mm -hmm. and uh, I find that when you put them out there... uh, People start outbidding uh, uh, themselves, and uh, you, you set up a bidding war. Well,
1: that's and, the idea. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, that's if you feel like you don't need any of that, that's fine. I mean, just just the recommendation of a guy who does it professionally. No, no, but I understand
3: yeah. that, but uh, I keep on coming back to uh, my like sp- I've had some experience with, with doing this. Oh, okay. okay, great. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, so then anyway, what we're gonna
3: do? Is, uh, I'm sorry, Paul. What was the, what was your final oh, uh, sort I, of uh, I'm guessing there, uh, uh, price?
2: I I can't see the same thing with the whole whole casts are always better, okay? And something like this, um, I, I oh my have god, if I, had a, if I owned it, two thousand minimum and probably more. Yeah, probably much
1: more. I was gonna say like yeah. imagine where imagine you owned a restaurant at Niagara Falls and you're looking to fill instead of an alligator with a cowboy hat and sunglasses, you buy something like this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Brings the history of the movie industry right to the restaurant area of Niagara Falls wall art for restaurants people don't next time you're in one of these goofy restaurants and you see some of the weird items that stuff's not free they pay a fortune yeah, for it yeah. and if you can get a nice you know i'm saying like a casino buffet they always want things that pull people in yeah that that's my idea ideal home for this but it might just be some crazy really obsessed christopher reeve fan or gene hackman fan or oh. superman fan it, yeah. it's all
2: over like a superman number 1 uh, action comic sold for 3 million dollars
1: what a, three, what a good deal.
2: $3 million U.S. I know, I know. It's crazy. That's a $4 million Canadian.
1: Canadian. Uh, so, Tony, what, we, we put Tony on hold. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you can call Paul, and you guys can talk more about this item and what you want to do with it. The number for his store is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Our next caller is going to be Murray, and he's calling from Welland. Good morning, Murray. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. What do you have? Well, I have... Uh...
5: Uh, A set of dishes here that, uh, from my mother-in-law, and uh, passed away a long time ago, Uh, these are about maybe 60, 70 years old, I think, and they're a complete set, and they are the UC, stamped on them, is UC Limoges within a wreath uh, of leaves, and underneath it says France, and above it it says the Aranita, in capitals.
2: Okay. What you want to have on this... Now, these dishes were made between 1890 and 1920. Um, These dishes here, being a Limoges pattern, depending on which one it is, what would happen back in 1920? I'm going to give you an idea. Limoges would make a set of dishes for Simpsons here, and they'd made a a different set of dishes. They'd add a little pink flower to the same pattern and make a set for Eatons because they'd want to have exclusive sets. Okay? Now, it depends on what this set is and how long... Eaton's or Simpson's sold it and how many people want to buy it is this is why and then people you're like people like yourself they want to how do I put this uh you've passed it down through the family and if a yep. lot enough people bought it back then there's going to be enough grandkids today who want to buy it and, and replace this china okay so what we need to know is if this pattern was just made for one day who, who would, if it was a, a well-distributed uh, pattern, okay, and Limoges is very hard to do. I actually have to see it, okay? There are some well-known patterns, but a lot of the Limoges factories literally made thousands. Oh. I don't mean hundreds, I don't mean tens, thousands of patterns over a decade-long period, okay? So, and sometimes they would make one pattern. It was the end of the line. They'd send it over to Eaton's. They'd clear it out, and no one ever wants it again. So it's it's almost like one of those it's like an orphan over here, okay? okay. And another pattern, like say, coal, like you, uh, everyone's seen cobalt in Indian Tree. They made it for seventy years. That means there's a lot of it out there, but there's a lot of people who want it. So with Lemo's to China, it comes to two things: if you've got a supply and you need to have a demand for it, and its age does not help it right now, okay. okay. Now, if you have other, if you have the Limoges china, normally next to the Limoges china, there's some really fancy cups and saucers, and I might get you more money for one cup and saucer than I'll get you for this whole set. And now most Limoges sets, I should, before you get off the line, I'll say they go between a hundred and three hundred dollars, and that's oh. all, and that's mm-hmm. it. You would have paid, and back in the nineteen twenty, you would have paid a month's salary to buy that set. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Now, you can send me a picture off to my website. We finally got it back up again yesterday. You send me off a picture, and I can help you.
5: That's what I'm going to do, because it's about a 12-piece 12, 12 set for 12 of
2: everything. Got it. Okay. So, yeah.
1: uh, to click a picture, just, the easiest way is you grab your smartphone, you take a picture, and you actually send the photo itself to this address. The address is sales at torontogoldsilver.com. All one word, no spacing, yep. nothing. Just sales at com. Murray, thank you for your phone call. Our next caller is going to be Rosemary in Fort Erie. How are you?
6: Hello, fine.
1: You're live on Zuma Radio's Consignment Heroes. What do you have?
6: I have a Slitz beer sign that has a, re- a revolving ball.
1: Is okay. it a, It's a globe, right?
6: Yeah. Well, yeah. it's on a backing. It's about... Uh, 15 inches long and about mm. uh, 8 inches wide. Is it mm. enamel? No, it seems it seems to be metalish light metal at the back and then I think the globe is plastic probably. But I was told it was very old.
1: Okay. Yeah, Schlitz has been around a long time, and they've always they've always been good at um, marketing themselves. I, I can tell you from the little I know about this industry, beer mm-hmm. signs and automotive signs. Yeah. the ones that pull big money, they have to cover four feet by three feet. They have wow. to be wall hangers. Not to say it's not worth anything. I'm just saying, if you want the five, six, seven hundred dollars, it's got to be. You know, the Pegasus, the Mobile One Pegasus, the one that's a foot tall by two feet tall, right, it gotcha. sells for $50. The one that's five feet tall sells for $1,500. Okay. You want to see it from outer space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to sell. tell us, where is this going to end up? In, on the bar in some guy's man cave? Or is it going to be the feature wall in neon on the guy's man cave wall? Right, gotcha. So the bigger items definitely sell for more.
2: Okay. I've got this question for you. This It's a globe. Is it a silverish globe with a gold continent of North America on it? Yeah, and
6: goldy, yeah, kind of. It's downstairs, unfortunately. I don't have it right in front of me.
2: And it's a globe and revolves. Okay, um, it's still nice. It's not as big as the big signs, but it's going to be around three hundred dollars, three to four. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. It's going to be between three and four hundred dollars okay. retail. Okay. Does that make you feel better?
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, my husband, he didn't know what he was going to do with it. it came out of a bar and um the bar's been closing up and uh, they've got all this stuff they're getting rid
2: of <laughs> okay now get the metal signs the metal signs go and porcelain yeah or the push bars the things on the door i'm just telling you what to raid here or <laughs> the, this is going <laughs> to be hard place you, <laughs> yeah your husband and i and you might have a lot of work get the brass railing cuz you can melt that
1: oh yeah oh you'd say take the brass railing for to melt it i would have thought to to fix it somewhere else yeah, no they, oh.
2: it has to be usually custom fit but also, uh, the matches. Upstairs, now what I'm going to tell you, just as when I do a house, I go to the attic in the basement. If you're mm-hmm. in a bar, go to the stuff they don't think and there'll be an old signs in this basement. Oh, it, yeah. Unless it's a so mall or So much promotional stuff. Yeah. I have
6: an old Pepsi sign, too, Pepsi-Cola sign. Well, that's Pepsi. going to
2: be... Pepsi goes for
1: more than Schlitz in general yes. if it's old Pepsi stuff. It is old. If you're talking about old Pepsi and you're talking about old Coke stuff, old yeah. signs go for over $100,000 depending yeah. on... When, remember, like, Coke went through, like, their yellow phase and their green phase of signs. That stuff, you wouldn't believe what crazy people pay for that. Yeah.
6: Well, this is, I'm going to say, a little over two feet, maybe a yard high, and then that's how high it would, big it would be. So it's not a huge one again. Okay. So
1: so both of these are very well-established markets. It's like a
6: chalkboard. It says Pepsi, Pepsi Pepsi-Cola at the top, and then it's like a chalkboard where you could you know, Perfect.
1: People Oh, want for like that. specials of the day, hot dogs. Yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, people love that stuff. Wait, oh, is this, really?
6: Is oh, the bar yeah. closed yet? Oh, so how? what do I do about?
2: Well, first you go to the basement of this bar and get more stuff, and then you yeah. come and see me. <laughs> no.
6: Well, I'm at th- that's a long haul to come and see you. Do you ever come down this way?
2: I'm supposed to. I was supposed to last week, and I'm hopefully not this week because my number one guy is out of town. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get down to Niagara on the week next week. Uh, not this week, the week after.
6: Oh, okay. Because, um, yeah, that, because I, I can um, send my husband a hunting again and see what else he's got. And I, like, I have an old bottle that was a, um, I think it was Blue Nun wine, but it's Crock.
2: Oh, Crock would be better. You're losing me. What are you talking about? You no, know, it's, oh, it's a wine bottle. It's a, it's, a, it's Stone, stone Crock, right? It used
6: to come that way, and of course, and I, I, I don't know if it's still in the basement. That's something we'd have to go hunting for.
2: Is it your basement or the bar's basement we're going to? We own the bar. <laughs> oh, you own the
1: bar? Oh, Perfect. my God. You guys might be, ha- you might be sitting on a gold mine.
6: Let
2: me come down and see you then. Okay. I'm going to have some fun here. <laughs> well, my favorite well, I don't know. I, well, Uh-oh. yeah. Well, it's,
6: if you're going to be this way, it's not going to hurt to come in and have a look. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, hang on, the,
2: closed. hang on the line. Talk to Sebastian. Leave him your number. I'll make sure you're one of my stops. OK. Yeah.
1: And for everyone listening, if if you're on that list, you go, well. OK, I don't have an old bar for him to visit, but I do have a rare item. So what we do with people who call, you know, if we say hold on the line, our producer might say, hey, listen, why don't you give your number, address and where you are? And the next time Paul's through there, he can have that list and buzz you or make arrangements and do it more on a casual. Would you say that's normal? You go, oh, well, I know I'm going to need... Irene is in Niagara Falls. I'm seeing her Tuesday. Oh, look, somebody from the show called this week. They're also in that area. Give them a call and see if Tuesday works for them. Yeah. It might take a couple of laps to get there, but that's generally how it goes. So if you call this show and you feel like you want to continue, then just, you know, talk to the show producer and say, I want to be on this travel list. That's sort of how everyone... It gets yeah. the best results, yeah. About,
2: but I'm also going to say, also look for old calendars, uh, especially uh, the Export A calendars with what? the Leafs on. Yes, I'm going to... Wait a minute. Is this Is a that, new market that you're going to blow my mind with? No, no. Yeah, they go for... Old cigarette calendars. Old cigarette calendars go for up to $1,000 in the 50s. Yes, people don't... They forget what happened that day. So it'll say Export A, it'll have a picture of the Leafs when the Leafs were actually good, or Montreal, yeah. they are about three feet by two feet and they'll have eight or nine pages on and people used to buy them and then hang them up the wall they usually if you went to a barbershop shop in 1960 there was a leaf calendar on that wall and everyone knows i know all our listeners who went to barbershops shops in 1960 knows about seeing that leaf calendar on the wall and now you're saying if you were if you forgot about it, hopefully in your basement. Yes,
1: you just got an all-inclusive all-inclus- vacation paid for. That's what these things are worth now.
2: No, well the ones out of the '60s are worth two, three hundred dollars, but wow. the ones out of the '50s are the ones that are worth a lot of money. You're listening to Simon Heroes.
1: We're live on Zoomer Radio. If you have a rare, interesting item and you'd like to call the show to get a real-time market value from an expert who has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, his name is Paul Kenny. You know him from Storage Wars Canada, A&E's Northern Treasures. You can see both those shows on Netflix as well. Listen to him every Sunday live here, 11 a.m. to noon. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740.
4: Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff. At Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, open every day
6: of the year. For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live this rainy Sunday in downtown Toronto. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. If you want to talk to Paul Kenny after the show, you can call him at his store during regular business hours. That number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. You know, people listen to the show, they ask... It, 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 lately, I get the one question, whatever happened to the mannequin guy? The guy remember he called oh. in 500 mannequins he had? Swear to God. And he said, can you help me? I've got a couple trailers. I think he said Perry Sound or something like that. Some of them are vintage mannequins, mannequins, mannequins. Yes. He didn't seem like a creepy guy, by the way. He seemed like a nice guy. What's the story? He
2: was a nice guy. I'm telling you, if I was still doing Storage Wars Canada, Mm -hmm. I'd have this guy on there and this stuff. Okay. Not only that, but he had other rhymes. He had an atlas from 1840, which was, it was it's a rip apart an atlas, but it's probably worth. What do you a mean thousand. a rip apart atlas? Well, what they do with atlases now is that he said the ba- they take the maps out of it and they sell the maps to Germany in 1890.
1: Oh, they, okay. England, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The old maps they put on the wall, it's like a piece of art, and it's actually something nice. Okay. okay, okay. So it's a... it's a um and Rip apart's the wrong word. There's another word for it. Tear away? Tear something away? Something like that. Okay, yeah. But the idea is that it's worth the sum of all the maps that are in it. Plus, he had a lot of costume, jewelry, and stuff like this, and I said, I can help him. It's going to take a lot of work. That's why I'm saying. I mean... So he little... came in, you guys have connected and everything? Oh, yeah, You were yeah. working together? Yes. Wow. Uh, no, we, we can't do anything this week coming up, but the, the week after, I'm going to be... We're going to go up there and start the ball rolling because... Whenever you have five hundred of anything, yeah. it takes a while. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know some, and he knows it. Like I don't. It's, if I actually need a mannequin expert, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna call my friend here mm-hmm. because he knew it he would look at a mannequin and said, this was made in this year it was made by this company it's this size he knew them off by heart
1: mannequins are a strange industry in that like I know there's a lot of artwork I'm sure goes into them and, and sizing and all that but like they're substantially they haven't changed in a long time they're still using mannequins today do you know what I mean like there's so many purposes seems like such a strange item but
2: they're if you need a mannequin, you Oh, well, you'd
1: to... still buy a mannequin now if you were trying to sell clothing. I mean, and they are a lot of money. Like we haven't it's not like, I don't know, how to say like, uh, like the musket factory, we understood why that closed down, right? Better, but mannequins you can't really improve
2: that. They can stylize them, but it's, are... it's a human form. It's going to remember. It's what we deal in here on this whole show is people trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. You remember something. You at when you were a kid you couldn't afford it and now you see it you want to, be able to you want to buy it. You mm. want to recreate that scene again. You want to recreate those 10 seconds in your childhood or when you when it was a happy time for you. Mm. People want to do that. We help those people out. There are the people otherwise who also have all this stuff and they have to move it out. We help them as well. So I'm just helping a lot of people all the time. I like it. And I make my middle.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Our next caller is Bill in Burlington on line four. Bill, how are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you this morning? Pretty good. And what do you have? Good.
5: Um, I have uh, a a bunch of proof silver dollars. Okay. The ones that the uh, Mint put out over the years. Uh, uh, I'm just (laughs) wondering if they're worth anything at all, or
2: or uh, should I just... No, no, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, age matters when it comes to silver dollars, and if they're actually silver. Up until 1967, the dollars you got, and right up to when you had the goose on it, were all 80% silver. Then the government ran out of silver, whatever they did, they didn't make them for yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Then they started putting little clam packs. They looked like little clamshells, and some had silver, if they're in a block case, And the blue cases had nickel dollars in them, and they try to hoodwink the public. They're saying Mm -hmm. uh, they both look the same, but one's made out of nickel, and the other one's made out of 50% silver. Those are still worth money because there are about three, almost a third of an ounce of silver in them. And they made those right up to 1991. I don't know what years you've got. I'm doing this for a lot of other people listening out there. In 1992, they switched over to sterling silver dollars. So they re- literally doubled the price. about three quarters of an ounce in these boxes, and they would say if you look a little certificate on it it says this is made nine two five silver. They sold them at the mint for a lot of money. Luckily, price of silver has sure gone did. up. <laughs> well, you're, and I keep on telling people, and I, I hope you got some. You got some of the ones pre nineteen sixty seven, but I'm saying buy them from us or buy them from a, a, a reseller rather than buying them from the government. The government charges you. Like I saw the other day, $149 for a copper metal. They said, we're only making 500 Well, mm. 500 only counts if there's, there's 10,000 collectors. But if there's only 100 collectors of this copper metal in the world, it's going down in price. Okay? So, don't be buying this stuff unless you really, really want it. Don't buy it as an investment. But your silver dollars, if they're silver... We can cash them in and give you silver back for them, or give you cash for them. Okay. Okay. But no, you're not going to get your money back from what you paid. If you paid like some oh. of these sets, or well, <laughs> tell us about what he had. What, yeah. What, what do you got? He, what years?
5: Well, I've I got from 1982 uh. to 2012, and there's there's two of them that are are like not a copy, but the same the same. Uh, Yeah, if you if you paid
1: retail for them, you're going to take a loss, a big loss. Probably. Oh
2: yeah, I realize that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but now there's two things going to happen after this show. One, you're going to stop buying these things,
1: or
5: (laughs) well, I quit a long time ago. (laughs) Okay, I I still have, you know, there's uh, about 25 pieces here.
1: And again, we're talking about, like, the heartless scrapping price, right? Yeah. Uh, Just because there's not a lot of people who want the commemorative coin, but you still got to enjoy it. you got to take part in the Olympics to some degree and celebrate it. But, I mean, it's kind of heartless when we say, oh, that beautiful decorative coin? Well, unfortunately, it's made with materials that are worthless. So unless you can find someone who is in love with that event that will pay you more than what you paid, you're in trouble, unfortunately. yeah. Yeah.
5: We can take one consignment. One other thing, I have a... Uh, 1988 Calgary Winter Games, uh, uh, I bought <laughs> again from my friends at the government, uh, it's a 10-piece. Uh-
2: okay, now, wait a minute, now here's where you were smart, okay? This coin has got a $20 coin price on it. Yes. So what happens is it's literally a case of this coin won't go below $20. If silver went to $15, you could cash this in for $20 at the bank. Okay. okay, it's like those 20-for-20s where the government is trying to give you a quarter ounce of silver and say it was worth 20 bucks. Yeah. People should be cashing those into the banks as soon as they can. But with... they'd be taking a loss right away. No, 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 no. Okay, this gentleman here has got these. Silver right now is $20.17. Yeah. Okay, so we do buy them, um, and, but it is one of the one few coins, silver coins, by, made by the Olympics that is worth $20. It, we don't melt them. Right. We sell okay. them to people because there's, like, what a put. You can always get your 20 bucks out of it. Yeah. The 1976 Olympics, they're 5 and $10. Right. You're not going to sell. But
1: you're saying because it's stamped by the government. And people don't really, here's something to remember. If If the government wanted to, it could take a napkin from McDonald's. And stamp value $20, and it will be honored. Yep. So it doesn't matter. You're, you're saying it doesn't matter the content of the metal. They stamp it 20 bucks. That's going to be the minimum yeah. of what you get it because it now becomes constitutional currency. Yes. That's it. So awesome. you're saying you're protected by that value yes. in that rare scenario. In that rare scenario. This is all good. We are down a deep rabbit hole.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, you know, in 1967, when an ounce of gold was $35, they, they came out with that uh, $20 gold piece in 1967 sets. Well, people started cashing them in mm. because they, they, at one time when gold goes down to $300 or when it went down to the lower, right. they started cashing them. Okay, And the government, that's why the government started using the lower denominations. Like on the 76 Olympics, he said, these are 5 and 10. Never silver's going to get this low again. Right. So they were insuring themselves. Yeah. And if you buy a $100 gold coin from the, the mint right now in 76, it was worth, it was a half an ounce. So right. that's $800. Although some of this is confusing because I would, you would say,
1: both of us would say, Well, will buy uh, Canadian maples from the mint, right? Yes. Those are pure silver coins and they still sell them about $4 above spot, something like yeah. that. Those are good investment. Yes. Yes.
2: No, no, you should be, always be buying the pure silver. Always right. be buying the if But if they
1: go, oh, we got the Canadian Cougar, when it's diamond-crusted, buy this, it's special on sale. It's the size of a quarter, and you can have it for $183, and it's got no silver or gold in it. Don't yes. buy that one. Yes.
2: If you can run, run fast away from that deal. Okay. Bill, thanks
1: for your phone call. Our next caller is going to be Tony in Toronto. Tony is on line one. How are you, Tony?
7: I'm great this, this, this afternoon, actually. Neil, um, how are you doing, Paul? Good, good, good.
1: This good. is Ben, though. That nah, doesn't matter. I got the smart one. I'm a company man.
7: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm calling today. Uh, I've called him once before about a uh, an old bicycle that my wife had uh, from from the 60s, and that was a rather interesting conversation we had. This is about a uh, older stereo system, and I know you've talked about stereos on your show before. It's a Kenwood stereo complete stereo system.
2: Okay. Now, is it what from what year is it from? You know. I'm having trouble determining that. Okay, what I, I know model it, number. And, and I know
7: it's from the early '70s, like maybe mid '70s, '74 or something like that.
2: So Kenwood 1200 uh, amp receiver. Uh, is it, it am- came with
7: amp, uh, amplifier, tuner, um, uh, a belt-driven um, turntable. Mm. Okay, that was like a marble-looking turntable.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just put a Kenwood 1200 on. I think it's about $75 and working. Some It depends if Kenwood's nice stuff, but there's not so big a collector market on it right now unless you get to the older ones, okay?
7: Okay. How It's old?
2: Hmm, well, that market, 50, market might come to, I mean, yeah.
1: you think of the 90s. That's when people had their Kenwood yeah. audio uh, yeah, their car like, and all that stuff. So that might be a market down the road. Does it work?
7: Oh, yeah. No, oh, it, okay. it works. It okay. works great. Um, I mean, it might need to be, um, I, I, how would you put it, cleaned? Okay. okay. You know, like, you know, because, I mean, there, there's one diode that's out, for example, or there, there's a little bit of static when you turn the knob, so it needs to be cleaned. Okay. okay. But it's operational. Like, we use it all the time.
2: Okay, so you're not going to sell it. You just want to know what well, it's Well, sell it for no, the prices, well, right? Well,
7: I've got, I've got a Pioneer system from, yep. from about uh, four, three, four years later. Okay. And she's got the earlier model, like maybe, like I said, 73, 74.
2: Okay. Pioneer made some nice stuff and was powerful as well, but the Kenwood is probably, it's going to be four or $500, okay? For the whole thing. Yeah, I haven't seen the speech. Now here, you got I feel call- like that
1: market's for people like my age, like the under yeah. forty crowd.
7: Well, call
2: you know something? When you got the model numbers in front of me, yeah, I've got them in front of me now. No, no, but that's not going to help me because oh, I don't have my information. My I will have that in the store. If you yes. call me in the store or um, okay 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 so i'll tell you so so to
1: get a more accurate price but you say it's not a hidden gem it's not like they're super rare or anything like that that would make you think there's any spectacular value but there is value there yeah Yeah, so you'll establish that more accurately in a phone call to the store so you can call this number 905-737-4653 that's 905-737-4653 by the way tony say i called you on the radio show you get special treatment right we don't want to say that but that's the truth Yeah, yeah yeah you're friends of the show our next caller is Rob in Oshawa. Rob, how are you? Uh,
0: thanks for taking my call. I'm Our part, pleasure. Thanks. I've got, got a uh, a 1961 atlas pictorial of the world. It's a book, and there's a map in it. I heard you mention maps earlier. And, okay,
2: uh, we're mainly going for earlier than that. 61 is a little later. It still has some value, um, but it's not going to be like in the thousands like uh, my, friend, my other friends who's got it but there's still you break them apart and you'll get more from that than giving it to the garbage man who doesn't ever goes around with a checkbook yeah and like yeah. I said, say my friend with the stereo you can sell that stereo I did we, we got to tell me he can sell it it will it oh, all so stereos to... really do sell yeah you just won't get your thousands out of it yeah. but in your case with the Atlas here um, yeah, the map is probably a little bit too new, unless you've got one of the, you know those big school maps that they had Cadbury on them or the advertising or Brook Bond. People are buying them because of the advertising, but yours is more of a school atlas. Oh, okay, okay. So I wish I had better news for you, but it's still good. Still yeah. good. Thank All right, you.
1: Thanks. All right, man. Thanks for your phone call. Our next caller is—is uh, is it Marianne in Tobico?
6: Um, I have an original Arthur Schilling who was a Ojibwa uh, Indian on the Ramah Reserve, and he passed away in 1986. And I have an original signed portrait of his. I think it's oil pastel.
1: Okay. I'm not familiar with Arthur well, I've heard the name. I don't know anything about what his value is. I'll tell you what. Okay. Let us take a minute. We'll come right back to you. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. If you'd like to uh, have any of your items... Assessed, Maybe it's an old heirloom that's been sitting in your basement for 40 or 50 years and you're curious about its real-time market value. We have Paul Kenny in studio. You know him from Storage Wars, Canada, a and D's Northern Treasures. You can see all that stuff on Netflix and on TV still, of course, and you can listen every Sunday to this show on Zuma Radio. Our phone number is 416-360-0740.
2: Hi, Paul Kenny here, consignment hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me.
6: Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love, from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio talking about your stuff. I Our last caller that. was Marianne in Etobicole. I think you hear her there. Hi there. Hi, welcome back. You're talking about Arthur Schilling
6: yes.
2: stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, how big is it?
6: It's about 24 by 36. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's a, like, portrait size.
2: It's a print or is it an actual oil? It's
6: an actual original. Um, no, <laughs> my father had it done of my mother, and you're going to say, "Why don't I keep it?" I, even as a youngster, I never liked it at all.
2: My favorite type but of client. But it is
6: okay. an original.
2: Okay, something wow. like th- something like this we can do on consignment for you, and there's two ways we can put it up for auction, or if there's a pretty steady market on, I think there is. Um, portrait might be a little bit tougher but being his stuff yeah several thousands of dollars yeah
1: yeah uh, this is a tricky one because who's ever seen this to to uh, I mean never mind authentication but I mean it's a portrait of your mother that was commissioned privately by yeah, an artist was. who ends mm-hmm. up you know he he's a multi-thousand dollar works yeah. kind of guy right mm-hmm Okay. Yeah, you need, you're gonna need an actual light. Like, okay,
6: so Paul, should I come up to your place with it and yes. find out about this consignment Yes, business? don't hit any
1: speed bumps. Take good care of it, and you're gonna
2: need. <laughs> Whereabouts some... are you in the city? We're in Etobicoke. Oh, okay. I can also see you. I I live in Etobicoke. I shouldn't say that. Oh. But, um, okay. Uh, the only reason I'm I'm always worried about someone transporting something unless you have a nice big van to put it in and lay it well, flat. Well, no,
6: it's been in a. <clears throat> plastic bag in our basement so if it survived that it will survive our car you heart. really
2: didn't like this portrait did you <laughs> doesn't no, sound I, like I didn't.
6: It. it to me it's not a likeness of my mother at all oh, so even that's as why. a youngster i yeah didn't like it
1: i okay. see so, okay. so she doesn't see
2: her mom represented in the work no it and might I'll be, be 80
6: work, this year so i've had a long time to get used to it
2: <laughs> okay, no, we can help you with this for sure. That's no problem. Yeah, okay.
1: Arthur Schilling's a big name, yeah. and his stuff sells for big money. This okay, is a very also, interesting scenario. Yes, I will scenario. come up, Paul,
6: because a long time ago I brought some old newspapers up. You said if they had the comics in them yep. that they would be valuable, and I have some comics from those old newspapers dated. So it's worth a trip, isn't it?
2: I, I like to see people. I'm I'm in my shop this week. Um, and I'm going to be there just working all week long. So give us okay. a call. Call, make sure I'm up there ahead of time on this one. Okay, okay. and the number again, please? 905 737 737
6: 46 53 Hey, that says it twice for everybody.
2: That's oh, right, yes. <laughs> that's good, the echo effect. Is there a day that works for you? Oh, as soon as possible with this one. I okay. like
1: Monday.
6: Hey. Thanks for listening,
1: then. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, we're winding down to the end of the show, but we want to get to as many callers as we can. If you have a rare, interesting item or a collection of something, maybe you've inherited it, maybe you've collected it and lost interest in those items. That happens, too. Time to move on. How do I unwind my collection of coins or baseball bats or whatever it doesn't happen people lose interest and in all all the time it happens Four one six three six zero zero seven forty. sorry i mean you're up oh no no
2: no 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 i i, I saw up. the
1: finger up so you're about to say something I'm to about me to
2: say something the gold price remember i said every week i'm going to give a gold price yes and i should have do we have a drum drum roll here special effects i should have I, I don't know that it pa- yeah okay so gold price okay gold price this week was 1654 it ended up the week but that, dollars 654 dollars an ounce canadian yes so that means we're paying night if if this week you're out trying to sell your gold we're paying over 19 just under 19 dollars per gram for 10 carat how many grams are in an ounce 32.15 now there you go okay i'll okay. well, just connect it to the ounce uh and per gram on fourteen carat, we're paying twenty six thirty six now, and on eighteen carat, thirty three ninety. And if you go someplace and they don't tell you what how pure your gold is, and they don't tell you what carat it is, mm-hmm. another reason to leave that place and get a second opinion and try and make us that second opinion. On silver, your coins per dollar, like the silver dollars, we're paying approximately ten dollars per dollar, and we're paying approximately fifty cents. per Per gram of sterling silver okay yes. so i'm just saying this putting out there because a lot of people we had some calls this week what are you paying because I was at a place, and they come along, get their second opinion, and they're happy with the second opinion I give them.
1: You're a big transparency guy, and I think that's good, because you're saying, if you don't sell to me, you can call to me, and I'll see if I can beat the price, or at least tell you if you're getting ripped off or not. Yeah. So you're saying, just call me, and I can back it up. That's why you're even giving the numbers, because you're just all in the open. You don't want to hear people getting ripped off. You don't like to hear that people got taken advantage of. Uh, The store's number is 905-737-GOLD, so they can call you there. And they can say, hey, listen, I, I'm selling this, this X, Y, or Z. W- is this guy giving me a good price? Is it better to come to you? Is it worse? Yeah. Although, do many people get better deals? No, no, but,
2: but if someone's only got $30 worth of gold and they mm-hmm. live in Milton, yes. I'm not going to tell them to come in. I'm not an idiot. Okay, I'll so s- there's
1: some common sense elements there as well.
2: And that's why I ask sometimes how far and approximately... It's not that I'm trying to pry. If someone's got several hundreds of dollars, it's always worth it to come and see us. Right. If someone's got a silver necklace and it's 19 dollars no okay I'm not, I'm not an idiot
1: 905-737-4653 that is the store's number 905-737-4653 ron in toronto ron oh, how are you good morning good morning
4: i heard this guy fella, talking about silver dollars there yep well i'm 77 years old okay. and i got a 1948 canadian silver dollar for my 10th birthday Wow. It's been, and it's been sitting in this little plastic envelope thing, I want to say, for 67
1: years.
2: Okay. 48 is, is the grand poopa. That's the Wait, good one to okay, have. Yeah. So
1: I, I don't know all about this, but it, tell me why. He's saying he's got 48. It's a very, very
2: special year for the silver dollar. Yeah. What's the story there? That was when, remember, I think it was in 47 or 48. This is when India left the Commonwealth okay india used to be part of the, the you know the saying that the sun never sets on the british commonwealth because they were in africa they were right. in canada they were in australia they were in india well i think it was 47 i think it was in gandhi and they left the commonwealth well they had to change the wording on the coin okay and they changed that do some design changes so that's where you had the 47 maple leaf you had a 47 and 47 maple leaf and then in 48 they just didn't make very Scarcity. many. Scarcity. Scarcity. So here's
1: Ron in Toronto, and he calls in, bam, he's got the jackpot winner. That's a good one. Now, I
2: hope d- so. Depending on the condition of it, okay, it yeah. can be ranged anywhere between $900 and $20,000. Well, I wish I could, now just, I should nail it down more, but here's a coin that we can walk through, find out what it is. Um, so you're and, saying the grading will be the difference between 900 bucks and twenty grand? Yes.
1: Oh, my God. How good a a care have you been taking of it, Ron?
4: Well, I think the fellow that gave it my mother and father, excuse me, my 10th birthday was in 1950. Okay. Uh, So the coin's been sitting in this thing for two years, never been in any circulation that I know
1: of. Right, so it's going to be what happened in that two years.
2: What happened in that two years. Yeah. Great
1: coin, though, great coin.
2: Ron, Mm -hmm. here's a couple things not to do. When you handle the coin, even if you bring it into me, you handle it by its edges only. Do not put your fingers on it. Okay? Right. Handle it by the edges only. Like mm. bare, okay? And the next thing is probably not to take it out of the package. Okay? All if right. you bring it into us, and then we can send it down to get graded. It takes. We can walk it through. It takes about one day, or we'll fi- I'll tell you approximately what grade you're going to get, and I'll tell you approximately what it's worth in those grades, okay? Okay. But Yeah, we'll, grading we'll will that. be
1: its big thing, right?
2: But what we need is the, that third-party guy to say, this is an MS-65, and then Bob, Ron's your uncle. You're going to be uh, a... <laughs> Having a good time.
1: How's that? Ron, this is exciting for you to see what this coin might be worth. And I can tell you, like, as an outsider watching Paul, I know that things get exciting. If he says something, if he sends something away across the border to get authenticated, he gets happy if they say we are not shipping it back because it's too valuable. They refuse to insure it. So sometimes he'll send things there. And, you know, the insurance policy is four dollars. Yeah. And they go, okay, what you have is worth money. Figure out a way to get it back because we're not sending it because we don't have enough yeah. insurance to cover it. If it's something like that's that, when you get that phone call, that must yes. be a great phone call, right? Yes. Oh, Congratulations, yeah. Paul Kenny. We're not mailing it back to you. It's worth too much money. It's too rare.
2: That could happen. Next week, because we haven't got time today, I'm going to tell an exact story about that with a painting. And oh, yeah. Remind me oh, to a go,
1: painting, yeah, for sure. No, no,
2: but that exact, what you said... Exactly happened to a friend of mine. Okay? Oh, just start breakdancing on the spot. Correct. But Ron, you gotta get back to me later. We're running out of show before I run out of stuff to say today. Yeah, so
4: I'm gonna have to find it. It's here somewhere in the box someplace in the house. I don't know exactly where it is.
2: That's not good news. <laughs> he'll find it, he'll Here's find somewhere.
1: it. All okay. right, well, get your hands on it, Ron, and get ready to get graded, because it could be a very exciting week for you. Well, I'll, put, I'll pull everything out other than the walls. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: And you might find some other stuff. You might find some comics or stuff out of 1948. Thanks. And like I say, we're running out of time again, and I, I need more people to work for me. I'm still looking. A call for out for bodies, hands yeah. and strong backs. And we're going to... This show went by so fast. We start yeah, off know. with that, and I wanted to mention the Comic-Con Fan Expo that's coming here, and they were talking about expo people. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox is coming here. Oh, cool. Yeah, and next week, we'll run down the entire list of all the people. You're going coming- to Comic-Con. Uh, Probably, yeah.
1: Okay, very good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, this is our new time slot, 11 a.m. till noon. We changed, what, four weeks ago, and things are going very well. We're happy in our new time slot. Uh, Special thanks to the show's producer, Sebastian Hearn. And, of course, the conversation with your stuff continues with Paul Kenny. You can reach him at his store... During regular business hours, it's a, a Toronto Gold Silver store, and the number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. The store's address is 10341 Young Street in Richmond Hill,
0: 10341 Young Street. Have a great day. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air